caution, you will begin to love your 9 to 5 with this show. Join us as we explore and discover your unique strengths and learn to apply them to your daily business activities with your host, Shmuel Septimus. Welcome to this episode of the Love Your 9 to 5 show, the show where we interview and meet professionals who have made the transition of work that was not a great fit for them or sometimes work that they hated to work that they love or like today's guests professionals who help others make that same transition but this is i'm very excited today to have on the show michael allen and i forget i for, i apologize i forgot to ask you how, how do you pronounce your last name michael tate t-a-t-e tate. all right tate. i would have i would have guessed that like eight um, with an Eight with a T, yeah. Eight with a T. And, um, you know, I'm Jewish. My children refer to me as Tati. I thought maybe that could be Tati. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Mike has been an executive consultant and career coach for more than 20 years. He is the founder and president of On the Same Page Consulting, as well as an inspiring speaker and author. His first book, Design a Life That Works, teaches how to balance business, career, family, and personal values and an individual strategic, strategic life plan. Wow. Mike's latest book, The White Shirt, is a career parable with tools to create successful career move strategies. Mike, welcome so much to the Love Your 9 to 5 show, and thank you for taking some minutes to spend with us today. Thank you, Shibu. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Have, well, a thank you. Problem. <laughs> yeah. have a little problem with your first name. You have a problem with my last name. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so jumping right in. Yeah. This is obviously, I, you know, with being the host of the Love Your 9 to 5 show, this is definitely a topic which is near and dear to me. Sure. And in order to give the listeners the maximum benefit, I want to jump straight into the meat, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. But before that, can you just give us a little bit of a background to how you made this your life's path? And was there any particular incident? It kind of crystallized and clarified for you what you want to do with your career. Oh, absolutely. I was in a job that uh, I didn't love to go to, and that was the catalyst for what I'm doing. I kind of say, had a career crisis that turned into a calling. So I was uh, in this job I was, I was really good at and had success, but I just didn't fit. It was, I didn't fit in the environment that was there. And, and so I kind of got depressed, and after a while, I just decided to uh, – kind of walk away from the career and I went to a career advisor and uh, and I was depressed before I went to see him but I was more depressed after I worked with the guy because basically he gave me a couple of tests and said I should be a human resource director and so he sent out at that time when I did this that was 20 years ago when we actually sent out resumes he sent out uh, three or four hundred resumes around the country and I got one response and, and then I'm thinking, you know, what's wrong with me? I have a master's degree. I've got experience, have a good job. And uh, I realized there was, and so I got really depressed. And uh, I remember saying to myself, this is so kind of despicable what's happened to me. I, I never want this to happen to anyone else again. And I'm going to fix that. And so I, after a while, I realized uh, what well, it wasn't, there's nothing wrong with me. It was the, I chose the world's worst strategy for finding a job, which is mailing out resumes, expecting there's actually a job hunting system out there. And so that's how I got into this work. I uh, got some training from some people. You might know Richard Bowles, who wrote What Clerks Your Parachute. He's a mentor of mine and a couple, Danielle Perot from over in Geneva, who's kind of the Richard Bowles of Europe. And so I got with those guys and got some grounding in this work. and. 
from there I started in it and that's where I've been ever since. Yeah. So now let me ask you a question because yeah. I've had my fair share of others who have gone a similar path to, uh, that you have gone. And I, you know, there's, there are some similarities to my personal career path and the listeners are a little bit familiar with some of that to what you're describing. And right. for me, um, I actually have people who come and they consult with me regarding, you know, their careers and different things. Right. And for me, I'm always, I'm always thinking, is this my cop out of not actually answering the question of what I should be doing? Am I getting stuck on the side of the road when the highway really goes many miles further to where right. I'm really supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe this is really a natural calling. So right. how did, do, you ever, do you ever doubt that? And how have you clarified that if you have clarified that? You know, I sometimes say since I can't decide what I want to do with my career, I help other people decide what they want to do with yours, theirs. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Every now and you, every now and then, all of us, you know, and and me especially, I'll just start thinking: Do I really know what I'm doing, and what am I doing here? But but then you know, I just uh, go back to that story and go back to what would I do if I didn't get paid for it? This is what I'd do. I mean, okay. Actually, when I work with people, I'll say, I, "Here's what I charge." Uh, and I don't negotiate my fees, uh, but if you can't afford it, I might do it for free, but I'm not going to negotiate my fr- fees, and I do it for free sometimes, but uh, I, I love doing what I do. You know, half of my work now is currently with people in career transition uh, who are actually in companies. When I first began, I was in corporate outplacement, which is, congratulations, you're fired, here's Mike, you know, and I walk in the room with a, a VP or somebody who lost their job, and I would say, I'm, I'm going to help you walk through this and find your next career. That's where I started all my work. I did that for about 10 years. And then I, that was really hard. I mean, it's really draining. You can imagine the emotions people go through, but actually most of them found really their place in the world by going through that downtime, which is the Valley of the shadows that we all go through to find the light. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I, you know, then I started working with people when I do currently is I help people inside organizations get their right fit. And I help, people leave on good terms when they're decided it's time to leave. So that's okay now. now. So, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I just want to jump in for a second because sure. the, the short answer is, I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm asking a tough question here is oh, like, good. you know, have you actually reached your destination or not? But really the simple proof is that people are, you, you people are reaching out to you right. and you have a company and people are paying you for your services. And like you said, sure. you would do it for free. Right. So applying your own principles to your own career you know yes. that you have clearly arrived now. Yeah. yeah. But that will change. Yeah. But that will change about every six years. We, you know, seven years we change physiologically. We're not the same person. So really need to look at re uh, taking a, a Sabbath and taking a look at looking back and saying what I'm going to be doing forward because that, that does change. It's just, you know, the cycle of life, the dips mm-hmm. and the turns and the waves. But yeah, for now at this point, but I am headed towards my next transition, which is a lot of this podcasting. I'm writing more books than I have before. So that's my next step that I'm stepping into at this point. So I'm actually Got starting it. my own podcast next year. So yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, so what is that one going to be about? Uh, it's entitled Small Time Leaders. It's about, uh, I interview people who have had leaders who made, did small things that made a huge difference in their life and uh what they learn from that that's kind of the essence of it so nice. so that's yeah so anyway so i'm headed towards more speaking and more um writing and those kind of things which i kind of have discovered in the past 10 years i do pretty well and uh, nice. 
but you so know, how, you're going from you're going away from one to one to one to many. Say that again. I said you're moving from the one to one one on one consulting and right. more to one to many with you know broadcasting right. through podcasting and books sure. and speaking yeah. and to really to um, to get your message out there in a whole different way. Yeah, very well, Summer. You're good at this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i think you might be have your calling by the way so <laughs> so let, let's let's take somebody who's right now in a position let's say like you are in a company right they're happy where they're you know what i'll make this personal i was a nursing home administrator for the last uh five or six years here in massachusetts mm -hmm. um and the beginning of it was great um it and then it, the bulk of it became boring, repetitive, and mm -hmm. draining for me. And mm -hmm. you know, I thrived on crisis, but when things were repetitive, it was it was right. really really uncomfortable for me. So sure. I knew I had to make a move. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I moved on from there, started a marketing company. Let's someone's in that situation. What would you say are the the top five challenges that they would face when they're considering such a move? Well, the first, uh, the first thing most people do wrong is they, uh, they don't take time to research what their gifts and abilities are. I mean, to really take a look inside to say, this is what makes me feel alive. It's what drains my energy. And that's the first mistake. The second one is uh, <clears throat> they, uh, they use the wrong strategy like me. That, uh, I, I mean, I use that strategy of sending resumes out because I assumed there was a job hunting system out in the world. If I plugged my resume in there, it would get that are even inside a company the same way. The third reason that people have uh, uh, have challenges, they try to do it alone. Uh, that is, uh, you know, two are better than one because if one falls down, another one's there to pick you up. You sure know Ecclesiastes, I'm sure. And so that those to me are just the three things I see people go in the trap of. But the first thing is they try, you know, just don't take that time to, uh, introspect and take a look and say you know what i what do i love because uh, and part of doing that is looking back at your family history uh, because we all have a career uh legacy and um there's a, a you know there's a trail of uh skills and abilities in our in our our family that we need to take note of because your parents influence your career decisions more than anyone in the world and you just need to be very aware that that's a pretty powerful pull. So you're aware of not to do it, just be aware that that's there, but you know, to get down to from that to really what you, your purpose okay. is. Yeah. So, but you're not suggesting that my dad was a dentist, so I'm a dentist. No. Mm -mm. Okay. Just, uh, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just saying that if you, with your dad and your mom and your uncles and the people you associated with, uh, typically there's one person in that background that you kind of had a, a bent towards a, an idea about and uh, and I just I just know how much parents influence just career decisions and my father was the same with me I went into the ministry because my dad was kind of in that when I first started and went to seminary and all that kind of stuff and then I came back to really you know what my calling was and uh, but I, I didn't realize that pull you know that there's just a, a big pull uh, it's not 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 by my dad trying to push that it's just uh, it's just there, and I think people just need to be aware of it. Excellent. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then then look around and find out what you really love to do. Which uh, people ask me, should I follow my heart? And I tell them, no, they should follow their ears. Wow, I like that. You like that? It, it's the language. 
the language you love to be around is what draws you there uh in those languages those subjects that's the first thing i have people do is talk about the things they love to hear and be around and read and because within that is usually uh that essence of what will make us feel alive so so let me ask you a question so someone's looking to make a career change and you said don't go it alone so yeah people will talk to whoever will listen many times for free such yeah. as a spouse or a family member or a coworker, mm -hmm. sometimes even a former boss if the separation was amicable sure. um, and there's minimal benefit i mean they, no sometimes it could be great benefit from that yeah. but mm -hmm. The problem, and this is you know this is a business problem for you and a career problem for your clients, is I, I just got laid off, or I, I know that I'm going to get laid off. I have, right. I'm in a, a tougher financial situation than I ever was. Right. How can I afford the high fee that some of the consultants are charging? Well, that's the reason I wrote my book, The White Shirt, because it's the only career book designed to be done with a friend who doesn't need to be a career counselor. Uh, there's a there's step-by-step -step guides online that if two people follow together they can really help each other because really in career work you just really need a framework you need somebody to ask questions so you can think about them you don't necessarily need someone like me to do it uh, you just need someone who's a committed friend who will walk with you and has a way of knowing what because you know there's only three questions you need to answer and the first one is who am I you know where what are my strengths and all the second is where is my place in the world like what do my interests, my interests tell me that. The last thing is how do, I, how do I get it done? And the key to making a career change, if you're inside a company or outside, it doesn't matter, is uh, forget about your resume for a while. Actually, I, I recommend you don't use one uh, because uh, if you use one, you're assuming there's a job hunting system, write a career plan, a one page plan for your career. It's on one sheet of paper and you can see samples on my website for all types of ages of careers, uh, which says on one side, it says, here's my current situation, I'm doing this, here are the things I love to do, here's geographically where I'd like to live, these are uh, the skills and problems I like to solve, there are like five points on one side of the page, the other side of the page has a list of potential organizations you might work for. And you take that and you just, when you call people, you, they say, you say, you know, I, the one thing you never say when you're doing a job search is, do you know anybody that's hiring? Do you know anybody that's looking for anything? Because when you do, people assume you're a job beggar and you're, they're afraid to talk with you because they really can't help you with that. But if you go and say, people say network, but don't, if you network and you don't have a plan to show people to let them evaluate, everybody loves to evaluate a plan. And you say, would you look at my plan and tell you what? you think I don't expect you to have an opening or know anybody that's hiring this what do you think about this company about that company about that one and they will they'll guide you to the 85 percent of the jobs that are never posted that are out there and so uh, otherwise you're assuming there's a system that there isn't that's a mirage is indeed and all that stuff you know that I can put my resume in and go to sleep and wake up the next day with five job over you know that's just a bunch of hooey and um, that is amazing because I mean, people get very aggressive um, with their networking and they, they may actually come in contact with 5,000 people, especially with social media and going right. to events and all these things. But if you meet a guy and you're making that first impression and you're saying, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm looking for a job. That's great. But that means nothing until, until someone has an idea of, of what you're worth. And, you mm -hmm. know, in my, in my previous role as a nursing home administrator, I had to hire quite a few people. And 
the, it's the people who came in, which were not just a typical resume, but someone came in here. I, I, was, I hired someone from marketing for nursing home. They were in the fashion industry. I said, mm -hmm. listen, these are my transferable skills, and this right. is why I want to transfer them. I don't, I, I'm not just looking to transfer because I want to live here and my fiance lives here or whatever. Um, right. I want to, I, you know, I believe in healthcare and I had a personal incident with my grandmother, whatever right. it was, yada, yada. And mm -hmm. this is why I think I could do great. And this is why I think I should do this. It's great then, oh, I did this exact same role in three other places and I want to just do all that here. Now, right. obviously, they, they may not be transferable. Right. But, um, but that definitely, you know, that definitely gets the attention attention sure. out there now if someone is in a job that's a bad fit mm -hmm. and you know there, there's a lot of um fluff excitement rah-rah whatever you want to call it and there's a lot of people who are uh ideal i whatever they're they're making they're idolizing those entrepreneurs go out on their own and they're going to make the next unicorn and so right. how do you know if someone should how does a person know should they get a job working for somebody else or is it time to start their own business? Well, I would ask you, I would, if someone said they want to start their own business, I would say, so what's pro what is the problem you're going to solve? You know, who would pay you to do it? And how long have you been thinking about this? If they've been thinking about it for five or six years, yeah, now it's worth exploring. But if you haven't been thinking about that, you're just all of a sudden thought about it because you're kind of, you hate your job, then that's, reactionary and that's typically not and then of course as i say go back and look at your family have there been entrepreneurs have there been people like that not that that's always but but it you know i look back at my family tree and you know i i had so many entrepreneurs it was crazy and and i never thought about it till i actually you know started doing this work and realizing that how much that's there that we do have these hints that are there for us but awesome yeah yeah. So anyway, I I would say that's uh, if you've been thinking about it, yeah. But uh, if you haven't, then just find a. Find a good so job. if the question basically, if the question is coming out of desperation, like I, I, I <laughs> the last thing I want to do is work for another annoying boss who's not who's going to you know micromanage me and another right. stupid work politics and all that. So I might let me just open up a store or something. Yeah. Then obviously that's not a good thing. But right. someone part of the reason why they're leaving their job is because they always had this itch to start a certain particular type of business and that then that's a conversation but like you said it's not mm -hmm. like you wake up one day and i'm starting this business and then the next right. day you're you know you have a public company and it doesn't really work that way no i was in a large company where i was traveling all the time three or four weeks at a month and uh doing this kind of work in a way but i just uh didn't like it very much so i, I actually sat down and wrote out my plan of what i wanted to do i wrote it out on one you know i did that before I ever thought about all this. And I shared it with one person outside the company, not anybody inside. And mm -hmm. within three months, the whole company shifted and created that position inside my company. And I stayed with them. Because you know, it's just about, if you have, the guy with the plan wins. I mean, if you have a plan, providence sets in, if it's the, if it's the right thing. And, uh, but having the courage to just say, this is what I want, because you know, I have a, this theory that even when you're frustrated, you have three choices, you can, stay frustrated you can quit or you can make a request and i have found inside organizations i work with if someone had really thought about what they wanted to do and brought their plan to their boss and say this is what i want to do most organizations i mean you know there's some smucks out there but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. most will try to make that work because it's so hard to find good people these days it really is so 
Well, Mike, I really appreciate everything yep. that you've shared with us today, but looks like we're just about <laughs> we're just about out of time here. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, where can people find more about you and your company online? Where's the best place to send them? Uh, Michael Allen, A-L-A-N, Tate.com uh, is one place. The other is uh, White Shirt Book. That's my, my book.com, whiteshirtbook.com will take you there. I have a separate website there, but michaelallentate.com will get you there. Or if they look for the book on Amazon, it'll get, you know, get back to me. So, yeah. Okay, excellent. I, thank, you. thank you, Mike, so much. Is there any <laughs> parting piece of advice that you would give somebody who's right now actively looking for a job other than what we've already discussed that you want to leave our listeners with? Yep. Uh, the... Uh, my belief that uh, if you're sick, feelings follow actions. So just take a bold step. Take one thing that kind of scares you to death because momentum is a wonderful thing. But it takes that first step and your feeling to go forward will, will be there if it's the right thing to do. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike, for coming sure. on the show today. I enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love Your 9 to 5 show. We hope that you've enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed recording this episode. Please head on over to iTunes and leave us a great review so you can let others know about this wonderful Love Your 9 to 5 show. So make sure to once you there to subscribe and ensure that you never miss another episode of the Love Your 9 to 5 show again. Head on over to iTunes, leave us a wonderful review, letting the world know to listen to the Love Your 9 to 5 show and subscribe to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you so much for listening, for allowing me to come through on your earbuds and looking forward to bringing you more awesome content in the very near future.